Hi, welcome to Don't Drink the Tea, and we have a very special message for everybody uh, around the world. Yes, it's very special. Uh, we realize uh, that we have been very silly lately. And that's really uncalled for. Yeah, there have been songs of silly nature. Exactly. Uh, some Toby Keith. Which is silly, to say the some, least. A lot of silliness. And this is a primarily a serious podcast about serious issues. It's about books. About books. Not and silly. They're things. not comedy books. They're not funny in the slightest. And neither are we. So we would just like to say that in this episode we are not going to have funny songs and like fake celebrities we're, and like long crazy rants. I don't believe that we're going to have anything funny in this episode. And if we find something to be slightly funny by accident, we are going to state so uh, by saying we or I find this humorous. Yes. Just to remind you that you know, we ourselves sometimes get mm -hmm. a little carried away, but we'll rein it in uh, if we find Oh, so hold on. Wait a minute. What's, what's up? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting a call, <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, Zach. <laughs> Hello? Turn your phone off. Oh, hey, it's Dale. Yeah, Earnhardt Jr. Dale or Earnhardt Jr.? <laughs> I can't really hear you. Are you driving NASCAR? <laughs> yeah. What place you in? <laughs> yeah, of course, first. Yeah, I got it. Because you, you're really good at driving NASCAR. Yeah. No, I'm doing the podcast. Yeah, he says hi, Charlotte. <laughs> Say hi to me. Uh, what about Josh? Yeah, he guesses. Why is it that Toby, Keith, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. have some sort of thing with me? Yeah. Well, there was that one time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Love you, too. <laughs> yeah, okay. Tell me, call me when you're done driving. <laughs> you're done Bye. Driving. That's good. Well, sorry. I got a phone call there. Could, could you shut your phone off? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you. Oh. So as we said... <laughs> I, that was humorous. I find that, <laughs> I find that humorous. Uh, as we said, no silliness in this episode. We hope that you can trust us and forgive us. We'll leave a blank spot here. <laughs> Hi, it's your boy, Josh, to interrupt this message from the future regarding the past. Uh, in the future, here after recording Don't Drink the Tea, I realized the special message that we recorded before Don't Drink the Tea was destroyed because me and Zach recorded it while my phone was connected to his Bluetooth speaker in his car and while we were eating Cheetos and Funyuns. So this is the recording that I will give to sum up what we tried to say in the past, even though this is me from the future. Me and Zach decided to play a little game with Charlotte to celebrate her love of Mick Jagger. As anyone who knows Charlotte knows or has been listening to the podcast, she just can't shut up about Mick Jagger. She'll often come to the recordings dressed as Mick Jagger and singing uh, Give Me Shelter at the top of her lungs. So in order to do that, we played a little game where we tried to get her to say the titles of Rolling Stones songs obviously. And every time that one of us successfully did it, we would celebrate to show the audience that we had done so, just in case you didn't recognize Rolling Stone songs as readily as someone like Charlotte, who is obsessed with them, might. For instance, because I was eating Funyuns in that past time that helped destroy the recording, I will, after I successfully get her to say a title, I will mention the fact that my breath tastes like Funyuns. And since Zach is often sneezing, 
uh, before, after, and during the recordings, he will give a very believable sneeze so that Charlotte will be none the wiser. We will both do things that we would have done anyway to celebrate the fact that we got her to uh, say the title of a Rolling Stone song. And if we are able to get her to do so many, I can't remember what the number is, and I think we also ignore that in the recording, we will have a special gift to her, to us, and to you, the audience. Thank you. Okay, so someone recently posed a very soul-searching question, and I thought it would be the perfect thing for us to talk about here. Awesome. Okay. I guess you want us to guess what is this the question is. Is this mean, again about toilet paper? No. Okay. I think we covered that, that the answer is yes. No, the question. <laughs> the, answer, the answer to toilet paper is always yes. <laughs> no. The question was over or under. Over. Right. That's the answer. I'm trying to figure out the Orient. I'm dyslexic. But we found out that Charlotte doesn't have a preference that you just put it on randomly. So we forgave you and we left you in the podcast. Although, <laughs> I did see one. Not to undermine your question. But That's I'm just adding something to we that never old conversation. That. That it's fine. I'll, I'll be here whenever you get done. Just um, that whenever it shows like cats will unroll toilet paper. Mm-hmm. But if you put it on going under, they it's can't. harder for them to unroll it. Yes. Which would be a reason why you would do it. Oh, okay. Yes. Fun fact, guys. That was fun, wasn't it? Yes. It was. It was I find so that much humorous fun. and informative. See, all we're, right. We're I guess I could forgive our... somebody that did. Okay. So what we're was your question up to for our this promise. time? Someone asked, "If you were a pet, what pet would you be? Like, how? What? How do you view mm. yourself? Like, what pet would you be?" And okay. I thought that that required mm. a lot more thought than I expected. First, I thought it was easy, and then, like, um, the more you think about it, it's very deep. So. Okay, so I don't think I'm a donkey, but or a burrow. They're not like not when they're like a pet, but like, what do you call it when they have to like have a bunch? They like do work for you. What do you call it? Pack animal? No, like like in general, like what's that term? Like a. Like oh, a, it could what, be also oh, be like um, a cow. Like they, what is it called? You beast of burden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my breath is so much like funyuns right now. Anyway, I feel like that, how much you, like, every podcast, Charlotte, before we come up, she texts us, can you guys bring drinks and desserts? And I'm always like, could you stop taking advantage of us for once? And Because we work so tirelessly and hard Mm. that sometimes I feel like a a beast of burden. Like a beast of burden. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Okay. But seriously, I I think that I would be some sort of dumb dog. Like a... The dog that you know is... <laughs> dog dog? <laughs> you know, like the That's dog... Like 106 years old. Yeah, the, not, like the dog that you're like, he's so dumb, but he's like, he runs up to everybody. He's like... Blah, blah, blah. So obnoxious, but you... Friendly and lovable, but Very stupid. slobbery. Yeah. And very, very dumb. Yep. Wow. That would be my guess. Oh. I don't think that's what I would have said for you. What would you say so. for me? Snail? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I would say for you. <laughs> Snail or hermit crab. Something around hermit there. Crab. Something with a shell. I knew you would. Zach's got my back. What would yeah. you say for me? Turtle. It was probably a dog, yeah, but okay. I don't Not think I would have gone into like stupid. Could I be slobbering. a St. Bernard who come up and save the people? No, I think you're more like a retired greyhound. Because like you, you look at him and you think, did he ever move fast? <laughs> <That's true>. But <laughs> huh? 
And you look at a greyhound and you think, how is that dog that skinny? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> that, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that dog is the body image of Josh. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I've heard that before. My granddad once posed to me, if I was a dog, what kind would I be? So, Yeah. What would you say Did, about that? Didn't pet? granddad also tell you once that, that the story you wrote wasn't that good? <laughs> Probably. When you, you were broke like, up like because five, of creative differences? When I was five and he gave me the, uh, uh, he told me what to write. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good stuff. So, Zach, what would you be? Um, I'm thinking... Sorry. Ooh. It's painful? No, I had a, I had a burp coming on. <laughs> um, for a long time, I might It add. was. I was trying to hold it back for the people listening in. I find that humorous. Very nice. Um, probably a hedgehog. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? I think... Um, have you seen them? Yeah, but why are you like them? Very prickly. <laughs> Have you seen them? <laughs> Very prickly. Okay. Uh, they're small. Um, they love hedges, and so do I. <laughs> I'm all, you'll always see me outside trimming my hedges. Uh, I agree. Making them <laughs> nice and square. What pet would you be, Charlotte? Well, well I think Zach would definitely be a, a bunny. And I found this this meme. You guys have seen it. But you might actually be a bunny if you'd rather be napping right now. You ignore your name but come when a bag crinkles. You act all innocent when you're up to no good and you openly judge others. That's Zach. Doesn't that match Zach? <laughs> um, but the hedgehog it, but guy And Elvis once told me, you ain't nothing but a... Mm-hmm. You friends with him too? Hedgehog. You ain't nothing but a hedgehog. No, I like that. Charlotte, you ain't nothing but a. I don't know the rest of the line. You <laughs> do- not true. You ain't nothing but a. You ain't nothing but a. You have to finish I'm it. I'm gonna I'm, wait for you I'm guys like to stuck. do it. Why? You ain't nothing but a. Please. Why? Give me this. No, I don't know why. <laughs> I'll tell you as soon as you say it. Uh. <laughs> See now you want me There's to. There's no trap. Oh uh, sure, hound dog. Very good. My, really? That was it? It's ge- it is genuinely the funion taste in my mouth that makes me want to talk as least as I can because my mouth tastes so much like. Fun. So you just spent eight sentences trying to make me say two words. So Zach, do you remember that test that was like the? It was popular with people for a little bit. That we which took, Disney couple like, am I? Which I took last night. They caught me. <laughs> yeah, we're driving in the car. <laughs> it's me, Josh, and another one of our friends. And, uh, golf and ball. It, yeah, golf ball. And he goes, "What you talk about back there?" He goes, "I'm not texting anybody. I'm taking the what Disney couple am I quiz." Because <laughs> we he'll like, always because huh? out of curiosity, golf ball always go message check. Like, what are you sending right now? Uh huh. And I would, really funny I would rather that. have been sending anything to anyone in my life than in the exact moment he said that I was like. <laughs> I'm taking what Disney couple am I? Oh my gosh. Eric it... and Ariel. <laughs> oh, oh. But you that's... remember that test that it was what, what spirit animal are you? Or what is your animal personality? Yeah. Do you remember what you were? I was a bat. Oh, really? What was you I... I was a bat, which I d- wouldn't. I did not know this. I, think I was a mouse. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. I was a chameleon. Whoa. Yeah. But I would never. Have Where'd you she were go? A bat. <laughs> Part of the wallpaper now. What pet would you think you are? I gave this a lot of thought, and I think I'm definitely a goldfish. I have no memory whatsoever, and whatever environment you put me in, I will grow to that size. <laughs> All right. You kind of ignore it. You know it's there, and you occasionally remember to feed it. But uh, we've never forgotten. You know, to if feed it you. dies, you're not gonna be real sad. I, I think okay. I'm definitely a goldfish. Did you get swirlies in school? I didn't go to school. 
She got swirlies and screws. Yeah, I'm <laughs> your mom. <laughs> that makes you feel good when that happens. Anywho, welcome to Don't Drink the Tea, the Agatha Christie podcast where I stumble over my words and start over. Welcome no. to Don't Drink the Tea. No one's listening. The at Agatha this Christie point. podcast where we analyze the books by Agatha Christie one by, by one. one. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Zach. I'm Charlotte. And I'm going to be honest with you. Oh. And Christy. I feel, Zach, you might feel the same way. We, we missed you. What? We, you oh, no. Oh, this you. is a setup. I can No, tell. it's not. <laughs> We're genuine. On the way here, we said, oh, we missed the podcast. We missed Charlotte. Oh, okay. I don't believe. <laughs> no, no, no. If, if everyone in the world can <laughs> no. see the looks on your faces right now, I know something's going Nothing to happen. Nothing is up. I swear. We just well, said sure. it on the way here. Uh, that's a really what nice a, thing to what say. What about us? Mm-hmm. I, I always miss you guys. You know that. Oh. A snoo! <laughs> Sorry. A snoo? Sorry. I just sneeze. <laughs> I've heard you sneeze. <laughs> you did blow some sort of bodily fluid out of your I don't know what it was, but I mean. So, today we are going to stay away from the silliness. Mm-hmm. And oh, yes. We are going right. to focus on a huge Agatha Christie book, one that has inspired many movies. And so, we're going to have another episode where we just talk about the movies, but. Now we're going to be talking about the book, dun, dun, dun. Murder on the Orient Express. Or alternate title on Zach's phone. Uh, Murder on the Train. <laughs> I wrote that down because I watched uh, the old movie and I thought it fit better. And we'll be talking about that next episode. And Charlotte, do you know what the alternate title was for this? The UK one? Uh, Murder in the Kelly Coach. Right, which they changed because there was a book that came out at the same time called Orient Express. That was another sort of mystery book. Oh, uh, not okay. murder on the. It was called Stam- Stambo Train, and they changed it to Orient Express in the U.S. Like right at the same time, so they so they changed it in in the U.S. But in the U.K., it was Murder on the Orient Express. Okay. You know what else it was called? You know, <laughs> you know when <laughs> I could see in Zach's face the gears going so fast. You know, whenever is this humorous? Sh- I hope it is. You know. <laughs> Whenever two people care for each other, you know what that's called? No, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like... What Disney uh, couple? <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, I hurt you, but it's not heart. Love? Yeah, so what was it called? The... What? <laughs> Put it together? Murder on the love train? <laughs> oh, love train? Oh, oh. What was it called? Crazy train? No. I, I so I... close. You don't have to worry about the murder, because it's not about murder in this okay. alternate title. I, I got nothing. I, you, you basically said it earlier. We're just going to sit here all day. Why is it I have to guess the end of every sentence? Are we going to do this for the rest what? of the show? What are you trying to say? Oh, you already said it? Make oh, him it was... say it. But he already knows. Well, if, she, if she already said it, what was it? Love train? Love train. Okay. Right. <laughs> Sorry. This is so, so painful. So anyway. Um... <laughs> So that was the other titles. Please of the don't I'm not tell sure. me that wasn't a segue. I'm not sure where that was going, but Murder on the Orient Express came out in 19... What was it? 1932? 1934 was when okay. it came out. That's good to know. Uh, and, you know, obviously a huge hit. I think it was the, the second big one after... Um, or the third after Roger Ackroyd and... No, the second. What else? Yeah. The second big one. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. I was adding one. 
Uh, and I, I think it is one of the most famous, if not the most famous. Oh, has to be. And, yeah. Because I think, and then there were none has the has the fame of being the best, but I think this one because it's been made into a movie so many times. Yeah. And everybody, almost everybody, knows the twist because of how famous the twist is. Right. Right. Yeah, I was kind of shocked when they remade the movie. What was that? Two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um. That, like, when the trailers would come out, I would read the comments. I don't know why you're looking at me and laughing right now. <laughs> Just thinking about what happened a minute ago. <laughs> that's all. Trying to forget. Uh, that's right. Uh. We all do. <laughs> um, um, I would read the comments when the, the when they would post the trailers mm-hmm. and people would be guessing who they thought did it and you know maybe people were just being funny but i was always like are there really people out there who don't know yeah what happens and th- i remember people which is cool talking about it uh later on like oh i, I already knew the ending uh, just from pop culture but mm-hmm. but i still enjoyed it and then other people that were like whoa i didn't see that coming at all which is nice. Yeah. Like, that would that's be really satisfying. Yeah. And that's why I'm excited about Death on the Nile, because even though that one is also popular, I feel like that's one that is, at least the twist is under people's radar, that it could still be a... Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't feel that that's, like, Cause it's, something that's not that the iconic part know. of it. Yeah. No. No, not at all. So I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to the next, the next one that he does. Yeah, that's Kenny the Boy. end of the year, right? The yeah, end of 2020? It's, it's supposed to be sometime this year. I'm excited about that. Got a, the cast and everything. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this book, 256 pages long, according to Wikipedia. Are you going to read the Wikipedia I'm, page? I was just trying, I didn't take... Josh didn't read the book. He's just looking at the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Poor <Poirot>. rot. <clears throat> you can't say whether the book was that many pages or not, because each edition of the book would be a different number of pages because of font size and the size of the book. Yeah, That was how long the first edition was. Mine's 322. Right. But it might yeah, be specified, like... specified, brother. Okay, the first edition is 256 pages. for, like, old people. Right. <laughs> Keep it to that. I don't remember what you said last time. That was her book. And so... Uh, you can hear the big print. <laughs> one of the facts about this book being that it was uh, based on a true story. Some of it was based on a true story. Okay. A lot of it was based on a true story. One of it In was... The kidnapping... And murder oh, right, 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 in, right, the right, pa- right, right. in the past of the, yes. of the kid was based yes. off of uh, when that happened with the actual a little boy back in the 30s. And it was a big thing. Was it Lindbergh? Yeah, the Lindbergh case. Yeah. And not only was that one of the true events, but also another thing inspired her was a journey on the Orient Express that a blizzard marooned it for uh, six days. Oh, okay. So and that it, part of it really happened. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I think that's one of its biggest... Uh, appeals is the train stuck in the middle of nowhere that I think some of the movies have yeah. done, have played with really well. And so... Yes, I agree. Yeah, so we want to talk about the plot, and since Zach has seen two movies of this, he can also share in the plot Woo-hoo! of Orient Express. <laughs> I know plot. <clears throat> so who should start it? Who should... And we can, like, hot potato it, you think? Okay, sure. We'll go for it. Okay, so I'll start it. It begins with... That would be you. Poirot. Depending on Monsieur. Gasp. And so he's just finished up a case, right? It, that's in the book too. Yes. I have trouble remembering what's in the book and what's in the movie. And he is going on the Orient Express. Home. Going home on the Orient Express yes. with a kooky cast of characters. Am I right or am I right? Yes. We got kooky. How kook? Some of the some of the notable ones is there's uh, there's the princess. Uh huh. And there's a the countess and the count. Yes. A lot of royalty on this. And a lot of people from different... Uh, I think Christy really captured how uh, 
international. international. Yeah, mm-hmm. this train was because there's mm-hmm. so many different. When you watch the old movie, I always think there are so many accents going on. I don't. My brain doesn't know how to handle it. It's like the UN <laughs> in this and I, train. And I do have for the next episode. One of the greatest quotes of all time. <laughs> yeah, that. I can't wait for that. Stay tuned for the greatest quote <laughs> from an Oscar winner next <laughs> next episode. Can't wait. Was so good. And Josh got up and used the bathroom when I heard it, and I was like, oh yeah, that's going in the notes. <laughs> that line won her an Oscar, yeah. I can't wait. And so, because there there's Italian, Polish, French. German. Yeah. Hungarian. Um, Russian. No, was she Russian? American. The princess? I think she was the Russian princess. And Mrs. Hubbard was American, right? Yes. Yeah, American lady. Yeah. And British, of course. And Belgium. people of all classes, because there's, like, uh, the, uh, there's royalty. There's uh, Mrs. Hubbard, who's just, in, like, a, a widow. Yeah, traveling. a rich, rich traveler. Yeah. Um, servants. Yeah, the... Um, uh, the Italian car salesman. Yeah, yeah him. Yeah. I always forget him. He has uh, a tinier role. <laughs> Anyway, so they get on this train, and the, uh, the, um, let me hot mm. potato it, because I'm having trouble introducing Ratchet. Hot oh, the villain! The villain of the book. Yes! That's, uh, that's the really great part about this book, and I think you could probably, I know, I've said this before, and I think you could probably say it about other books as well, but Ratchet is both simultaneously the single most important character and the least important character mm. in this story because none none of it of course would be happening if it wasn't fully centered around him but he has the least amount of screen time yeah. in the movies and the least amount of of page time in the books but it understanding who he is is so central mm-hmm. to the entire thing but at the same time Christy let you explore the personalities of every single person who is a suspect yeah but Ratchet was very important. And I can't remember... And also the fact that this book is a single victim. There's right. no secondary Yeah, killings. it's all centered on him. Yeah. yeah. I can't... I don't think there's anything in the book about his redemption, right? Or, like, feeling <clears throat> regret about what he did. He was just afraid, right? Correct. Because yeah, there's one of, the movie, really... one of the movie versions tries that, but only one. Oh, that's the TV one, right? Yeah, and we oh, can talk about the, that. N- n- we'll yeah. talk about the next, I'm not, that next yeah. time. But. Mm-hmm. Next time. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, he... Oh, yeah, I gave it to you. Go ahead. Talk about it, Ratchet. Well, so, yeah, he's he's the victim. And, of course, most people know he's his real name is Cassetti. He's the one who was responsible for the kidnapping and murder of the little girl. Yeah. And... Or the person that was the who was uh, the mastermind was already um, executed for the crime, and I don't know. Yeah, is that in the book? That might not have been in the book, but at least Ratchet was one of the people involved. Yeah, and he didn't get punished for it. He got away. He escaped. Yeah, Yeah. and Ratchet also has the uh, his secretary and his butler on the train with him. Yes, yes, that's correct. And he is killed in the middle of the night. Yeah, but before that, before one that, one of the best scenes he, of anything Christy ever yes, wrote, and that is yes, done in the, in the um, movie. It's so hard to separate what we're talking yeah. about here. Like, it, yes, in the but book, the movies are so faithful to the book that you almost can do all of them, right? Which agreed. is why I said Zach could be able to have a full share in the yes. plot too. Yes, and the in the book, yes, it was extremely well written. Uh, Ratchet asks Poirot to be his bodyguard on yeah. the train because he knows that he's in danger, right. and. Poirot's responses are just fantastic because he really doesn't like him. Like, 
I, I don't think up until this point you've really seen Poirot having like a severe dislike for someone. Mm-hmm. You always know when he likes someone. Yeah. Like in Ackroyd, like you knew that he he liked the. <laughs> Just look over Zach. <laughs> Zach's like going to sleep. <laughs> you knew that he liked the narrator in Ackroyd, yeah. and you like the two that we just read where it was strong female characters that were like the main characters. You knew that like, yeah. you know, he liked them and he said nice things about them and you know, he likes Hastings. None of us know why. Also Hastings not in this. Thankfully, which is really mm-hmm. nice. I felt like to just get Poirot, <laughs> just see Poirot as not through Hastings eyes. Yeah. was really nice. It was nice. It gives, yeah. it gives the book a, a whole different feel. That it I'm does. Happy about yeah, but it was nice. He did have, like, his... Not his sidekick, but, like, the guy who was in charge of the train. And that's important mm-hmm. to the plot, too. See, so it was different. In one... In the book and in one of the movies, he's French. In one of the movies, he was Italian. But right. he's, like, Poirot's friend, and he's the one who gets him on the train. And which is very important. convinces him to take the case. Yes. And so he was... I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked his his side character. He wasn't comic relief. He was... But he was always... Like, he did it. Oh, he definitely... Like, he he thought he figured it out, like, 500 times, which I feel like was a real human response. Yeah. My favorite... One of my favorite scenes in the movie is... Uh, the old one is whenever they're, they just interviewed the butler, and, uh, and they're like, okay, you can leave now, and the butler is not, like, five feet away. And the, yeah, one he goes, the, the butler did it, and the butler yeah. turns around and is yeah. like, hey! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was so proud of himself every time he thought he'd figured it out. So... He has this conversation, and Poirot says, I won't take the case. Because I do not like your face. Right, which they don't include in the Well, we're not talking about the movie yet. So I keep getting I am. <laughs> yeah. Can't You're allowed. Me. So You're after allowed. that, uh, Ratchet goes in his compartment. Uh, everybody goes to go to, to sleep. To bed, yeah. Right. And they get stuck in a snowdrift in the middle of the night. Right. And the next morning, they find out that Ratchet is dead. Zach, you want to say what happens in this whole bubble? <clears throat> I would love to. From your general knowledge of the plot based off of the two movies. <laughs> they get stuck in the snow and then they have to solve the crime. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What is humorous? So much. I just, I completely blanked <laughs> on everything. You're like, Zach, and I was like, this is the only moment I've zoned out the entire time you guys have been talking, and it was the <laughs> moment before you said, Zach, why don't you explain what happened next? Okay. You were pretty zoned out a second ago. No, I was listening. I, I, I just looked dead inside. Your, <laughs> your eyes were bleeding. I am tired. Aw, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll make it through. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not sleep good last night? I slept like a baby. Okay. But. That wouldn't matter. No. <laughs> I've never been fully awake in my life. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I'm just having trouble now. <laughs> okay. Everything's wrong. Well, they find him. He's been stabbed. It's just you're always used to doing the sum up where you have to generate it fully from your own brain. Like, you make up the whole scenario. Yeah. And now ju- you actually know what happens and it's broken in. you. He can't I'm just, jump in. I'm just having trouble because in my mind it's like a straight, like, timeline. And then now it's like, wait, where are we? I've missed it. <laughs> Who's doing what? Okay, the butler discovers the body. Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh. right, <laughs> just like that. Yeah, and they're stuck in the snow, and he comes out, and uh, pro, and there's a doctor on the on the. Yeah, he calls the doctor. He calls the doctor, and the doctor in the movie looks like Albert Einstein. <laughs> not talking about the movie. He does. Yet, I know. <laughs> and they walk in, and they're like, "Oh no, dead guy!" And so they start like looking at stuff, and pro's like, "Don't touch anything," and then. 
they don't, so. Mm -hmm. And then they walk out, and the train conductor is like, bro, you have to take the case. He's like, no, <laughs> I don't want to take the case. Right. And he's like, but imagine, for a second. If you did. If you did, <laughs> and when we got to Poland, they didn't have to do anything. How cool he's would like, that be, right? He's like, that would be pretty rad, you're right. right. Let's do it. <laughs> and then commence salvage. And they come out and like... <laughs> And, like, the people are, like, still eating some food yep. in, the, in the dining compartment. They had, like, uh, endless shrimp and ribs on the train that night. <laughs> boneless wings. Sounds awesome. Boneless <laughs> wings. That was, uh... Shrimp and ribs and boneless Well, they didn't wings. have Applebee's cater. What's the one that's, that, that's, like, Applebee's? Not Applebee's or Chili's. The one that has the salad bar. Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had Ruby Tuesday. My mouth tastes like funyuns. The, the garden bar. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so it's catered by it's catered by Ruby Tuesday. They're still all eating. Yeah, and he comes out and tells them. Oh, but back in the room, there's like so many clues. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was I was gonna address that. Yeah, go ahead and talk yeah. about that. He's already suspicious about how many clues there are. Yeah, because in the he, he's like, there's just an abundance of clues. There's the broken watch. There's there's yeah, the, no weapon. They don't the find the glass on the clock later. is watches. Um, um, yeah, he had a like a pocket watch, and it was in his front pocket. And yeah. it then, was broken, and they were like, oh, well, it was broken yeah. in the struggle less the time of death. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Josh is just standing here rubbing his fingers together. To think like, of, this is the word. I was trying to think of the word I was thinking of. The clock was busted. I've been trying to... I have yes, trouble shattered. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Mouth is like funyuns, sorry. Seriously, all day I feel like, I've, like I've had a brain clog. If you would like to play along at home, every time Josh references that his mouth tastes like funyuns, have a funyun. Take a shot. Yeah, it's take a great shot. Crush up some funyuns, pour it in a shot glass. And there was a burned... Uh, choke on the dust. A burned piece of paper. There was a burned piece of paper. Uh, there was a pipe cleaner. Mm -hmm. um, and a lady's handkerchief. Yeah. The monogrammed. Which had what? It had an H on it? Yes, it yeah. did have an H on it. And so... Um, He's already suspicious about the amount of clues. And, like, the first people that they're suspicious of is his uh, secretary mm -hmm. and his butler. Because it's clear that Ratchet didn't really treat either of them that well. Right. Um, yeah. And it's very shortly after that that Poirot figures out. Because beforehand, we didn't know that Ratchet was the mob boss. Yeah. Who was capable of that. But they find on the note... He was just an antique dealer, right? That was his... Yeah. He his says, or in the uh, old movie where he says he's, his business was baby food. Oh, yeah. That was... <laughs> baby food. So, but yeah, an antique so dealer was... lie. Antique dealer was his cover. Um, so Poirot finds that note and he does what? He does it with his, like, his hat thing? Or does he do that um, in Yeah, it was... It's... Like, he, he reflames the paper. Like, he takes the little burnt yeah. scrap and burns it again. And, or applies heat to it. And you could still see some of the words in it. Was... Easy arms. Easy arms. <laughs> but you put and it then, like that. And Poirot was like, he had crazy arms. <laughs> he was lazy arms. Never did any of his work. <laughs> oh, man, <mon> me. <laughs> I vote Zach plays the next Poirot. <laughs> Um, in the I new mean, movie. So Poirot at that <laughs> moment realizes this is the guy, and he yes. was he had been getting threatening letters because he was the guy, and the letters make reference to one of them as uh, "I kill killers" or something like that. That see, that's in the book. Just no, in no, the no, movie. That's in the movie. That's oh, not okay. In the book. That's not in the yeah. book. But the, it became the, clear to him at that time. The threatening that, notes are different in every single rendition. I think in they're every never single incarnation. No, <laughs> but that's because of the the gimmick of the notes. Anyway, right. 
Right. We'll talk about yeah. it later. So Poirot realizes this, and this, of course, changes the whole investigation, because with each suspect, he brings yeah. up, like, he was... He was Cassetti, was his real name, right? Mm-hmm. He was uh, responsible for the Armstrong case, which was this big case, and everybody's like, oh, yes, I remember the Armstrong case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of, like, imprinted on everybody's uh, mind. Yeah. But at the same time, like, very slowly, he finds out that every single person there has some sort of connection to the family. At some in point. In some way. Yeah. Right. Whether it's really close or... So, who would you say he suspected first? Like, the secretary, Right. Who would you say Poirot was like... I would say the secretary like, was suspicious of her. Like, if you didn't know the twist, which everyone knows, yeah. and it's not even a spoiler, like, I would before say, he started to think, because it's not until, like, what, the third act that he really starts to be like, oh, this right. is what's going on. Because he talks about how think, stupid he is, like he does. Right. Who do you think he suspected? I would say the, the secretary mm-hmm. was the number one, because he was so shifty, and he... D- His name was... Hector See, McQueen. I've got it. McQueen. Thank you. Good job. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Played by your very own Owen Wilson. Ka-chow! What? <laughs> Humorous. Thank you. <laughs> Why would you give him the... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just wasn't expecting give that. Give him the... For half a second, my brain was like, oh my gosh, does he remember anyone who played them in the movies? And <laughs> comes out with Owen Wilson. Ka-chow! <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Why your name's Mater? <laughs> Anyway, that's the car section of our podcast. <laughs> done. Thank you for car talk. Um, anyway, so I was, yeah, I'd say the butler. I mean, mm-hmm. the secretary, sorry. Maybe the butler second, the people that had the closest connection to mm-hmm. him. And then there's the whole thing about uh, maybe it was uh, somebody in the mob that pretended to be a, uh, what are they called? Hitman? Uh, oh, no, no, no. Pretended no. to be... Pretended to be a, a train conductor. they find uh, a, an extra... Uniform. Yeah, with a, the and missing, a missing button. button and missing yeah. button. Yeah. That was another one of the clues. That's another clue. And then Poirot had seen somebody pass by his room in a... In a not a kimono. Uh, they called it a kimono, but like a night dress yeah. or a robe, yeah. and, I guess. And the knife is found in, in the American lady, Miss Hubbard's... Mrs. Hubbard's Makeup room. bag or yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of these clues that are going along, and eventually he starts near the end to, to figure this out. Mm-hmm. He interviews one by one, finding out that they all have... Yeah, these. which is something that I like about the way that she wrote this one, is that she really saved everything for the third act. Uh-huh. It, like, even everybody's alibi... Not even their alibis, but everybody's, like, stories starting to break down. Yeah. Was a, a and it leaves you with a of sense it. of, uh... Near the end, leaves you with a sense of... Ice to, in your mouth. I started this with the ice in my mouth. <laughs> I'm in a word. Would you like a Funyun to get the taste of ice out of your mouth? That's what I was trying to do. Leave you with a sense of... You're going to swallow a whole ice cube? <laughs> nope. I'm going to eat it up. Help me out, Hill. You're left with a sense of... I, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is great for radio. <laughs> What word do you want? At least forewarning. Give us, <laughs> at least give us the first now letter. I don't even want to say it. Uh, S. Like a, sense a sense of, of suspense. Ah, ah, Satisfaction. Yes, thank you. <laughs> now my mouth is like ice and funyuns. <laughs> thank shot. you. Shot. So funyun shot. 
it, it feels like it's it's built up perfectly. Everything is so fair and it's laid out. Even though it's this huge twist, a lot of people like said about Roger Ackroyd, it could have been unfair. Even though we said we didn't agree. Oh with that. yeah. I feel like <laughs> Orient Express in every single way is completely a fair twist. Yeah. Do you think so, Zach? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Obviously. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. And how many of the clues, like, what would you say the real clues are? The ones that actually, well, they, the clues that matter all of because, them were misleads. Right, because all of the clues that, like, were planted yeah. weren't important, really. So what were, the, what were the clues that, like, helped him to figure it out? Like, actual objects? Because um, the whole timing was off, like... Because Poirot heard, like, in the middle of the night, Ratched, like, scream, and the attendant come over and be like, what's wrong? And Oh, he said something in French. That or, was, like, yeah. I-, I had a nightmare in French. Uh, and I think that was a huge clue. Mm-hmm. Because Ratched didn't speak any actual, other languages. Yes, that yeah. was an actual And so at that point, when Poirot remembered this or realized this, he realized, oh, the timing of, because everybody had an alibi for mm-hmm. when, after this scream, when the clock was broken, everybody mm-hmm. had an alibi for this moment. Yeah, and it was kind of, it would appear to be random, like, because there was always, each person was alibied by someone else who they didn't have a connection with. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, you know, my best friend or my daughter or someone gave me it was my random. alibi. It was yeah. just a random person that I met for the first time on the train gave me an alibi. So he's like, at one point, I, I know I highlighted it, I'm not sure if I can find it now, but at one point he's like, the only thing that makes any sense is if they're all lying. And right. it the way that it was it put into the into the book if you were just reading over it you wouldn't even catch it <laughs> what Josh just went I mean I ain't got time for talking just, just give me like a like a fun little smile like <laughs> you know what's up and I'm like I don't <laughs> stop yes, I agree with what you said yeah Charlotte I agree with that Charlotte thank you um and so then he does like the most I think this is the most famous example of the Poirot sum up Yes. Maybe because of the movies, in addition to it. But he gathers everybody up in the dining compartment, right? I think so. And but and I don't know if this is a, if they talk about the food in the book, but uh, the food on this train in both of the movies is like they they always have a big thing about the food. It's really important. Yeah. Like they have um, I love sweet potato casserole. Yeah. I I could eat so much. And what's the brown? Is this a real thing? Or the, what's the crumble on top? Marshmallows? No, the, the... Brown sugar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, what is wrong? Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you my mouth tastes like funyuns. I keep thinking you make this up, but you really cannot. I have... Okay, I hit my you head pretty hard You said brown. <laughs> well, I, I realized the crumble sugar. was brown, but I didn't know it was brown sugar. <laughs> anyway, and they have, like, some sort of, like, sweet potato dish that's in the movie that they, they, they pass along, the new one, I think. And okay. I always look at it, and I'm like, oh, because they, they spend more time on that in the new one because they have different kinds of shots where they, like, focus on the food. Oh, they yeah. have those shots of yeah. them, like, setting the plate, which I know we'll talk about in the movie soon. I just wanted to talk about that for a second. <laughs> it's really hard to keep them separate. Yeah. Okay, so this is, okay, chapter, okay, this is kind of misleading. It's chapter eight of, like, the of the third act, so it's not chapter eight of the whole book. It's, like, I don't know what it would be, like, chapter... Like, okay, 8, 16, okay, so it would be chapter 24, if you were going in actual order. Poirot's friend, at this point, in chapter 24, and there's only like 26 chapters, he says, Nothing would surprise me now. Nothing. Even if everybody in the train proved to have been in the Armstrong household, I should not express surprise. 
George, I'd be quiet. <laughs> Looks like Josh is pouring a soda on the ground. I'm going to try to reposition it flat. Yeah. We should have drinks without ice sometime. No. It's so good cold, though. I know. But... <laughs> yeah. So then he does the sum up. <laughs> yeah. Where he calls everybody out, like, one by one, saying that... It could have been you. Like, because you had this connection. You had this connection. You lied about this. You lied about this. Mm-hmm. And then he says the simple solution... Which is that somebody in the mafia was the... Uh, yes, because also in the third act, they, they start... Everyone starts throwing out these little clues of like, Oh, uh, Ratchet was afraid of a small man with a womanly voice. There was, was a man in Miss Hubbard's room. Right. Uh, mm. The conductor's uniform was too small for the actual conductor who was mm. on the train. So that was the one with the missing button. So obviously he just disappeared into the snow and right. we'll never see him again. And so Barrow says that's the, that is the easy solution, but there's a much more complex one, a much bigger... And that's when he gives the real solution, which, Zach, give us the real solution of how it all really went down. All right. Spoilers, but you already know. Here's the exact (laughs) timeline. (laughs) Yeah, go. Oh, boy. No way. Nothing (laughs) out. You know, it could have been one guy, you know? Mm Could have been that one guy, did it all by himself. The hitman. Hitman. How would you describe him? Uh, sad. (laughs) (laughs) I would describe him as fake. Go ahead. Keep going. I thought you had a bit. No. <laughs> Last night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Remind him of his own jokes now? You said he was a hey. He was like, you know, and he could be like. <laughs> <laughs> That's visual. You just did some visual comedy. Does that make you think of? <laughs> what did you say? He's a... <laughs> <laughs> he's doing okay. He's blowing his face up as big as he can get. Sticking it. my ears out. Sticking his ears crossing out. Crossing his eyes. Scratching his armpits. <laughs> and crossing his eyes. Who would that be? Who would that be, or what, what would that be? What? A monkey. Right. Okay, I said the right word. Yeah. But like, but you said like yeah. Kramer had like a, yeah. oh the pig man was his big thing. And right. So this one, he's, he's like, <laughs> it was a, it was a. Is a monkey? Is a monkey, monkey man? <laughs> exactly! <laughs> These are too easy, that's why I keep getting tripped up. <laughs> he knew it was monkey man last night. Yeah. But I told I told him it's to like, or no, it was a, that was it was a Russian mafia member. Or the monkey man! <laughs> that was two days ago though, not last night. And you know how he is if I tell him the plot the morning of Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that so he was says a it, lot of work right, for that says, joke. He says it could have been that. It could have been that, but it was actually every single other one of you here, except for the train conductor and Albert Einstein. Those are the only <laughs> two people on the train that didn't do it. Oh, you know, you, not the conductor, you, the guy who owned it, or sure. owned part of it, yes. That's exactly what I meant. Yes, and what but you're I right, knew. him and the doctor, yeah. yep. you're right. And they're like, it's all of you, and you all had a reason, and you all knew the family, and there's a reason you all wanted to kill the guy, and so y'all did it. Mm-hmm. But at the end, it was like he had real... Like Perot had like conflicting, um, what is it called? He had a debate with himself. <laughs> Kinda. It's well, I'm trying to think of conflicting the word. emotions. Yeah, like what's the other word? <laughs> this is such a fun game. What's the other? I'm it's, lost. Um, feelings. Um, not feel. G- give, give me a direction to like, go in here. It is it, like he mi- had conflicting, not opinions, mixed. Emotions. Um, yeah, mixed emotions. Mixed that emotions. Was, yeah, there he we was on, go. He was he was on the trying to decide which one he was gonna do. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he was on the thing. He was on the fence? He was on the fence. That's so what you guys. That's new. That's how we save space now. <laughs> Sorry, I have a cold. I'm very tired. I'm sick. That's why. It's all bad. He had really mixed emotions about how this was going to go down. And he's like, mm-hmm. but I guess the guy... Because really, he knew that like, the guy... The guy really deserved it because mm-hmm. he it was... Not only the little girl's murder. Oh yeah, but also, we didn't talk it, about that. Yeah, it was oh, also true. The oh, mother of the girl was pregnant, and you know, hearing that the when she was giving birth to another child, it was mm-hmm. a stillborn baby, and then she died of grief. So that's three mm-hmm. now. The, the father dad, killed himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then of it, the maid that was accused of being part of jumped it. out the window. Yeah, and killed herself. Right. So it was five murders, and so he was like, "This guy's real guilty, mm-hmm. and these guys all deserve to see justice." I mean, these guys because he could to... never be pinned for any of those crimes, and right. Poirot knew that too. And Ratchet so there was, would never have been punished for those. There was crimes. no other way that he was going to get punished for this, mm-hmm. and so Poirot was like. Maybe I'll just let this one slide. <laughs> and again, not trying to talk about the movie, but my favorite thing is that there's this real, like I said, mixed emotions thing in the new one. Mm-hmm. But in the old one, he just goes, or maybe it's the first one, and then sits down. <laughs> and, the con- and, the, uh, and the guy who owns the train's like, I'm fine with that. <laughs> and then everyone's like, we're good. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Immediately goes into the after party. <laughs> right. And then Perot just looks back like, I, they all killed a guy. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, what fun. And also part of the... Which is, I, I know that she probably did this on purpose. Christy did this on purpose. A big part of it is because Ratchet was stabbed 12 times and no, and they all each got a crack at him. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, they all did it one. Yeah, so one like stab. it would also be impossible to say which one of them actually stabbed him because not on not like three of the blows were fatal, right? right? And so the rest of them were just like some of them were scratches, some of them right. were just like glancing blows. So right. was it where? Oh no, that was uh, somebody talked about this before. They talked about like what kind of like court case would this be that would follow these twelve people trying to right. implicate it would them? Be insane. It would be insane trying to to wrap this up so Poirot in the end you know he even though he was going so they were like who's got time in some of the movie versions he like what he like goes he can't decide he's like going back and forth mm-hmm. yeah um but you know <laughs> I think you should make that sway motion yeah yeah, yeah. a little more in the, you might create a wind yeah. that'll be heard on the podcast the what motion great for radio <laughs> what motion back and forth <laughs> what did I talk I, about? I didn't know what you what word you said I don't know what I said either I don't know anyway um yeah, but he he has a struggle, like, it feels wrong to let anybody away with a crime, because he has just such a sense of justice, but how right. could you, how could it, how could justice be served right here? He's like, I'm just really tired of being in this the is show, a, I didn't I even want to go home. I didn't even want this case to begin with. <laughs> anyway. Yes, because he was not supposed to be on the train, that's kind of important, it was yeah. last minute that he got uh, that's put on a, the train, because they're like, oh, we need you back in London right. immediately, and so that's why he wouldn't have even have been on the train. And they would have just gotten away yeah. with it. It never would have been a thing. Because that's one of the big p- p- parts is like you had no... One of your biggest problems was you had no idea Hercule Poirot would be on the train. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just... Would have got away with that's it. That's just a lesson. Never travel on train <laughs> during... Wasn't for Twesky... Twesky? You Twesky Twixie kids. <laughs> now listen. Now listen. 
I know I wasn't up late, but you look at me, and what do you see? What do you see? A tired person with a cold. Yeah. I look tired, right? No, not really. You're trying. You're looking at her with the most dead eyes. Like, you're trying to convince her of it. I'm I'm looking tired. (laughs) And so I tried to say, you 12 pesky kids. Oh. But Uh, I said, twesky. Twesky. (laughs) I'm honestly worried about you. Uh, I'm worried about both of you. I think there's like a... A gas leak. A gas leak, yes, there has to be. Because there's no oxygen in this house whatsoever. That's the word we were able to guess, gas leak. Yes! The The only one. You know, we... Ouch. Sorry, I bumped the okay? table. I I hurt my my humorous. I hurt my funny bone. I find it's that very humor. humorous. I find that humorous. We talked about who he suspected that he suspected the secretary mostly, but also, and one of the movies explores this. The other one really kind of ignores it, but it was in the book. Since we're talking about the book, was Mary Debenham the character? Oh yeah, Daisy Ridley's character right. from the new one. Yeah, and um, that uh, she <laughs> that she that he had his closest connection to her and really his strongest suspicions yeah. were towards her, even though he didn't have a lot of evidence. It was just like an overheard conversation, right? right. It was like really, and that he when was like, when it's all over, when it's done. Right. And when he started to figure out that it was a, it wasn't, um, a haphazard kid killing that it was planned out yeah. that he was like, okay, you've got, you're very cool headed and you've got the brains to have, and the nerves to have done this, yeah. to have planned it. But also, you know, she had an alibi. And also, she was really snarky. She was just like, I'm not telling you anything. It kind of I feel attitude. And... In the book, like, they played yeah. that up in one of them and not in the other. Yes. Right. Yes. Depending on who was playing her. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's the whole plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did you want to talk about in regards to the book? I mean, um, before our reviews. I thought, I, I think, flaws. Because there's not a lot of flaws it's, in this. I, it's near perfect yes. for a mystery. True, I agree. The one thing that I thought was kind of in, incongruous, I guess, or incongruous, however you're supposed to pronounce that, was that everyone held out way too long. Mm. Like, everybody stuck to their stories and, like, didn't get flustered or give anything away for a really long time. And I don't feel like in real life that would have happened. Mm. Because, you Especially know, Poirot didn't characters. really start breaking anyone down. Yeah, like, somebody, I think, would have the given something woman, away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess was, you don't know what was going on in the background. Like, they could have been, like, choking him. Like, don't you say anything! That's what I said when we were watching the movie. Like, uh, uh, Hector McQueen starts talking about how much he loved that woman from the Armstrong mm-hmm. case. And I said, imagine every other suspect is in the other room and they all just facepalm. <laughs> They're like, Hector! Because <laughs> he's the first one. He's the first wor- person to And he's to like, yeah, me. she was like a mother to me. He's he like, completely... Really? At least and it's like... Uh, I mean... At least in uh, the movie version, he completely breaks down with no... Just to show how on edge he was anyway. He's yes. not, he's not a He's not a well person, mentally. But he uh, Poirot is, doesn't even push him that far, and he's already like... Blah, 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 blah. He completely goes Norman Bates, because it's Anthony Perkins of the old one, and Josh Gad and the other one, so he went Olaf on them. Be <laughs> But he completely breaks down and already is talking about... The one, I would say, not to take away from you but another flaw that I always wonder is like I wonder why some people were so gushing about their connection to the Armstrong case like I feel like they would have some of them would have maybe not told that. yeah I guess some of them they wouldn't it, want to figure out that the they stress, had lied, but, but right yeah. yeah but I think I think maybe with McQueen like the reason he was the first he was the per- first person who said that that would have been fine yeah because that's believable right that was right. that was believable and um I had something else I was gonna say but now it's gone 
Yep. I was going to talk about the casting thing, but I'll save that for the movie. For part two. But yeah, that was the thing that I thought was kind of like, what? Like, yeah, I don't think all of these people would have held it together for that long. But also, that's what you get in the book, because you're not in everybody's head. What are you laughing about? It's a joke I'm having in my head. Okay, fine. He's holding me too. In the movie, you get to explore that a little bit. Like, you see people being on edge or not acting normal. Yeah. So, what? What is so funny? Nothing. Mind your own business. This is I a, wanted to tell you I would have. This isn't a funny episode. I don't find anything humorous. No, Nothing has been no, humorous at no, all. No, it's dull and sad. And other words that match that. Like, let's think uh, about this. Uh, <laughs> um. I think the real moral of the story, guys, is that Perot shouldn't take a train. Yes. Shouldn't take a boat. He shouldn't go anywhere. He, shouldn't he, shouldn't go anywhere. he needs to go in one of those long, dark cars. <laughs> in limo? Wow. Right. Reverse. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not ours. This is an old black car. A long black car. Long black car. <laughs> long black car. Oh, that's the that's the the exchanging clue. What does he say? Like, oh, we'll get him a long black car. Yeah, she car. says Imagine a limousine. Limousine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> it must have been what you were thinking of because of your clue shirt. Oh, I'm wearing. Which a clue is really sh- distracting, by the way. I keep looking at it like which character. <laughs> I love my clue shirt, which doesn't really apply to Murder on the Orient Express, but. It has, it has the clue poster, which is the clue manner, and every window has a person on it and one of the silhouettes yeah. of the weapons. And it's kind of falling apart, which is really sad. You it is wear sad. it a lot. Yeah. Ugh, good times. I am really, like, sincerely worried <laughs> about <laughs> this. He's got a bad cold. <laughs> it's like, this is such an important book, it's going to be but such Barbara a great should episode. Definitely, uh, not, definitely not travel during uh, flu season. <laughs> He's vaccinated, during, you know it. You know it. During, you know, February or January, December, Christmas time. Winter? Winter. Snow that's time. It. Oh, my God. Funny in mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, for everyone out there listening, if there's anyone still left, they're really not doing this. is This serious, like, shared delusion, something is wrong here. Okay, me and Zach, we, we hit our heads pretty hard this morning. Yeah. Okay. So, Were you in another car accident on the way here? And like, you know, and we wouldn't tell you if we because did. Because also, because we didn't tell you about you our last one. Said that you uh, that you missed me, which is really weird. That's obviously yeah. a sign of brain trauma. We That's thought true. we were gonna die. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what and else did breakfast, you have? And then I got flaming takes... hot Cheetos. And you know what that does to your brain? <laughs> yeah. I think you guys have, like have some really slow acting poison. <laughs> what were the other flaws that you saw? <laughs> that was the big one. That oh. was the only thing. But that yeah, I near down. perfect, right? As far as a mystery goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say... Uh, Good characters, which is, excellent plot, great twist. And I yeah. don't think it's one that a lot of people do. Because a lot of things that Christy did have now become the word you would use, I believe, is trope. <laughs> no, I would say troop. Troop. But I can't read, so... <laughs> <clears throat> uh, have become tropes. Yeah. Like, you know, like the detective did it. The detective who shows up did it. Or... Um, yeah. The narrator. The the narrator, yeah. yeah. Some of the other ones that were... Obvious are the... Yeah. yeah. But I don't feel like this is something that gets repeated much. Probably because it would be really difficult... And it's her to thing. ...to construct. Like, everybody thinks about it as her thing. Right. Which is cool. Right. It was the other day, I looked at Josh and I said, you know what would be cool if Agatha Christie did this thing? And Josh said, she did. And I went, oh, she really is the master. <laughs> it was the, uh, the curtain twist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah. that would be cool. He's like, he did that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> well, but you're right. It would be cool if she yeah, did that. Be because cool. very Too bad few we haven't people... read it yet. 
haven't yeah. read it. That's the last book. That's the last book. <laughs> Very few people would take that type of a risk. Yeah, she that, was that, a risk yeah. taker. Even yeah. this and Roger Ackroyd, all of the big things, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially back then. And that was another thing. Like, they talk about how all of the clues are cliches. It's crazy to think that in 1934 they already had cliches like that, isn't mm-hmm. it? Like the broken yeah. watch and the... <laughs> the butler uh, did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they already had all these cliches, and she was already taking them, using them, and showing these are cliches, and I'm about to knock them out mm-hmm. in the park. Yep. Because she yeah. played baseball. <laughs> <laughs> she loved a good baseball metaphor. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, but... When people ask me for a, a recommendation, I never ever think of this one because I think it is a no. near perfect book. It is a perfect mystery book, but not one of my favorites. No, because yeah. like it's a good read. Like I I had read it twice, read I think, and, but I yeah. went through and read it again just to kind of get the feel for it and to be able to talk about it. But yeah, it, there's nothing wrong with it, but I don't think because it's so well known and has entered into popular culture in the way that it yeah. has it doesn't hold the same surprises as, like, what was one of the last things we read that, like... Okay, well, no, we haven't read it yet, but I'll use this as an example. Like, my f- top underrated Christy pick is the ABC Murders. Oh, yeah. Which also has a a, a trope that gets reused a lot now. Well, that but was that easy one as is... one, two, three, so... <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> We're I glad find, you're still here. I find that I gotta go. <laughs> So yeah, and everything else I wanted to talk about, I have to save for the movies. <laughs> right, and I, but I think we're yeah we're good for that. Um, yeah. So what do we rate it then? Like we don't have to say anything. Like we just said it, how it was like a perfect. Oh but, oh oh oh. Like it's definitely in the top few. Yeah, I'd so say far. it goes in the top five. And so what the, is our top five? Murder of Roger Ackroyd is our number one. Murder at the Vicarage number two. Peril Dunhouse number three. Secret of Chimneys four. Adversary five. And I think. I would say it's definitely better. I would probably put it at number two, if not. I would say either number two or between two and three. What is it, Vicarage? Yeah. I, I, would, I would say it's better than better Vicarage. Better than Vicarage. Yeah. It's tighter. So yeah. we would give it the number two place. And yes. for everyone who's been begging me, yes, <laughs> I, I put Zach. the best to worst list on <gasps> my tablet. It just Zach! makes sense. Yes. Look, look I what saw he, he did. was doing it. Like, do it when he got here. <laughs> yes, he, he was. was. Like, I saw him. I saw him. So our our tops are Murder of the Roger Ackroyd. I already said that. Murder on the Right Express, Murder of the Vicarage. Bottom, Big Four, Lynx, Quinn. Uh, so I'm glad. We, but we are getting, we said this before, we are getting into the good stuff. Ooh, I've yes, looked I'm at like, the next bunch. There are really good ones and a lot of movies Zach can watch so he can have uh-huh. a full show. Yay. I'll so be you watching them for this one or are you yes, saving it for the next a, one? No, I have a game. Okay, go ahead. I have a game. I have, this cool. game was suggested by Nemesis. Ooh, Nemesis! Oh. <laughs> we miss you. I just want to say whenever we talk about what we're going to do in the podcast, I always say uh, like, well, it doesn't matter if I don't like this. It doesn't matter if this person doesn't like this. I always say it only matters if Nemesis likes <laughs> That's this. That's your touchstone. Uh, we, True. This podcast is for you. It is our which, gift for you. Which Nemesis informed me recently that a moment from a recent episode where Zach is screaming in my face <laughs> was her favorite moment it's of the entire podcast. Uh, probably of her up entire to this life. Point. <laughs> and that was just for her because it drove you insane. It did. It was when I re-listened to the episode, I was like, oh, he cut that out. No, he didn't. There it is. <laughs> Couldn't possibly. But it, it got, 
you know, it got some good uh, I reviews. I sent Nemesis so. the... There you go. The Don't tra- ever do it again. <laughs> I sent Nemesis the transcript of the episode, oh, and she tells me what joke she likes oh, and doesn't like, and then you get cut a lot. <laughs> I can I can see her doing that. I cannot see you doing that. Too much work. This, this but game, I won't even edit the sound, let alone anything further than that. This game she suggested to me a while ago. She was like, oh, it's too... She's No, she said, when you get to Blue Train, you should do this. And I was like, oh, we've already done Blue Train, but I'm so glad you suggested it. Be perfect for murder on the Orient Express. Is so, it train themed? Yes. Do you remember the uh, game that we did um, where it was like, who said it? We yeah, did like yeah, Christy, yeah. Christy, or Christy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is a quote game, and you uh, have to okay. decide did the quote come from Murder on the Orient Express or uh, Thomas and Friends, Thomas the Tank <laughs> Engine? And <laughs> Very and that was her suggestion. I was like, oh, that is so brilliant. Man. When Nemesis does a game, I'm there. <laughs> Crazy donkeys couldn't keep so, me away. <laughs> Sunshine Burrows. Um, not a real person. <laughs> I'll cut that out. So, the, the, the funny thing... Like, spot here, Josh. <laughs> the funny thing about it is, though, because she told me this, I've never watched Thomas and Friends or Thomas the Tank Engine or whatever name it's under. And so I had to start watching it to get quotes. Oh, my gosh. You couldn't, you couldn't look up Thomas the Tank Engine quotes? I, I did. And they were all so stupid. I'm like, okay, I have to like, find some of my own. Friendships is important. <laughs> it really isn't like that. No. There are so many incarnations of that show. There's almost 600 episodes of that show. Wow. And you watched them all. No, I did not. But there's like two there's American like Thomas versions. Thomas the Train Revolution, Thomas the Train. <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas the Train Endgame. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so there's two UK Check versions. Check me out on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two UK versions. Like an older one and then a newer one. And one of the things about it is that it's just one narrator and he does all of the voices. I didn't know any of these things. So there was just one guy who I liked the sound of his voice, so I would only go back and watch the episodes with him in it to try to find things. How many episodes did you watch? Was I the green don't train? know. No, it was the one guy. The, the, the narrator, he awesome. was all the characters. Oh, okay. He did the voice of every character. And how do you say he's only in certain episodes? Because they change narrators. Uh, like, that guy's probably, like, dead by now. I really don't know. I don't even know which person he was. But, Man, like, if, he's, the, if he's dead, that's going to really hurt his estate that you said that. <laughs> I'm we're sorry. Issue a formal complaint. Because now they still show it. It, they still make new episodes in UK and America. So they have an what? American narrator and they have a UK narrator. So, if anyway. You were, if you could give me a few bars of the theme song real quick. I don't think there was one. Exactly. There's definitely a theme I'm song. I'm sure there is one is now, dun, but I didn't dun, watch dun, any dun, of the dun, new dun. ones. Dun. I only watched the old ones that were the UK version so that they would sound a little strange and also that, like, I could read all of these quotes in, like, a British accent and you wouldn't know if they would came from the book. Would you get a book, rap or... style, hip-hop Motown? Was it rock and roll? What? Was it only, was it only rock and roll? How did you feel about it? I never heard a theme song. That's it. How do you feel about it? Charlotte? How do I feel about it? Do you? I don't like it. Oh. That's the opposite of what I thought you were going to say. Do you hate joy? (laughs) I thought you were going to say the opposite of that. Which is... Come on. You would know. Come on. (laughs) Hound dog. (laughs) No. Mixed emotions. No. Stop. All right. Are you ready for this game? Yes. Yep. Okay. So I'll try to throw you off by reading everything... In a British accent. That's not going to throw me off. 
<laughs> I'm a whiz. So because, and like you said, because the movie and the, the movies, plural, and the book are so similar that I feel like you all have even ground. Like, because, Zach, you right. didn't read the book, but it's okay. See. So. <laughs> See. <laughs> I'm just trying to appeal to our international listeners. Right. <laughs> because, you know, Orient Express. Is... is Zach. <laughs> They can't see me, can they? No. <laughs> they cannot. <laughs> can't see me again. <laughs> oh, that was so great. <laughs> oh, no. All right, are you ready? I don't have a dinger. Oh, well. Banger! Hold on. What should I get Josh to bring his bell that he has now? Yeah. You have a bell? It's a long story, don't ask. <laughs> By the look on Josh's face, I really want to hear it. I'll tell you later. Yeah, oh, really? It's not okay with the podcast. <laughs> Cut that too, Josh. I'm I'm sure we've told you the story. I don't think so, but okay. Hold on, I might have to. Don't bring it up again. (laughs) It makes you feel. Oh, what's the word? Yeah. What? How do you feel right now? I'm not frightened by your thumb, if that's what you mean. You know what I'm doing, do you? Right? Death? No, I don't. I have you. What? Where do I have you at? Vulcan death grip? What are you? It is a term. Pointing your thumb tr- at my arm. I'm not pointing at it. It's pointing down. You have me under your thumb. Exactly. <laughs> Gosh, that was... That took forever. How's your mouth? I don't understand. <laughs> it's like Funyun. Funyun mouth. <laughs> Bang! What's this wrong one? <laughs> There's no way that was an accident. That's a throwback. I- that's what I was there trying to go. do. We haven't had a black in a while. Just, is your screen? Let me just get rid of that. Oh, it's, don't get rid of that. No, I didn't get rid of black. Is your um? Oh yeah, I remember this because if you random, if you push random, it only randomizes those three sounds. Yeah. Well, you can go to the big one where I accidentally played the entire John Cena song. John Cena song. Yeah, John Cena. Do, 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 do. Like the song he wrestled to. Oh, like he walked okay. out of the wrestling ring. Okay. Because it said okay. John Cena. I thought I was just going to yell John Cena. <laughs> and it did the entire song. That's hysterical. Perfect. Okay. Got there it. You go. Is your screen going to black out after like two seconds? Mm, probably not. Okay. And if it starts to, just go the whole time. Okay. Sorry, everybody at home. <laughs> I just slapped the table with full force. <laughs> I know out. I'm strong, but I don't know my own strength. Yeah. I'm like a husky. That's... <laughs> What? Is that what pet you are? I thought you were a hedgehog. Apparently, I'm a bunny. <laughs> Why are you so upset by that? Bunny's I want to pet them. Animal. I don't want to be them. <laughs> and you don't want to pet a hedgehog because it's difficult. I will pet a hedgehog. I'll be honest. I'll be brutally honest. Brutally honest. I'll pet a hedgehog. <laughs> in the wrong direction, like where the I got quills get in here. Are they quills? I mean, they're like yes. they're not like a porcupine, but. No, they're, they're sharp. Some, they'll stick them up where they let them mm-hmm. down, depending on if they're in danger or not. And then curl up in a ball, just like Sonic. You, real life. You know a lot about <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. I do. I said Sonic the Hedgehog once. <laughs> on purpose? End of that story. It's an inside joke. <laughs> it was in a game. Everybody laughed. Oh. Exactly. It was great. <laughs> okay. Good to know. All right. We're ready. Do you want to do this or not? We're ready. I've been ready for days. <laughs> sure. Okay. <clears throat> Mm, British accent. Okay. Is this quote from Thomas and Friends or... Murder on the Train. From Murder on the Train. <laughs> There's danger on the rails. Thomas the Tank. I would say that's Thomas the Tank. Yeah, You are correct. That's I can't right. remember who said it, but... 
that was that one announcer guy <laughs> who did all the voices. Ted, who or it was always a man. <laughs> yeah, never female characters. Yeah, there were a couple female characters, and so he just made his voice slightly higher. Uh-huh. And sometimes he didn't even do that. <laughs> one of the um, <laughs> one of the I have to admit, I got slightly addicted to this show. <laughs> and yet she never heard the theme song, which I think this is, is crazy um, which I think was Nemesis like master plot. Like she was like, get you, you should do it. this, and like okay, I'm obsessed she, with Thomas the Tank Engine now. Only the classic version of the Thomas UK the Tank Nemesis. Sure. You may know her as Angela. <laughs> well, she doesn't go as Angela. Um, she goes as. But yeah, there's a a little Scottish engine named Emily, and so when when he does her voice, he just he just talks like this, and then. That's all he does for girls, but that's Emily. (laughs) Okay. Next quote. He's a mean scarlet deceiver. That That wasn't with an accent. That would feel like that would be Orient Express. I'm going to guess Thomas the Tank Engine again. Okay. I don't know what to do now. (laughs) It was Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, I wonder who it was that was it. Um... There's a red train. Yeah. Oh. So. I just figured that that was the case. <laughs> it sounds like, oh, he's red and bad. <laughs> Thank you. you. Should be reading was that these. Emily? What character was that? <laughs> Emily. I, I don't know. James is the only he, red train. Herbert. So there is no Herbert. Angelina. Hey. There might be in the new ones. I don't know. I haven't I'm only seen going any of them. By the classics. Angelina. All right, ready? Number three. They discussed old Tommy somebody and old Reggie someone else. That's a very Christian line. I got the Christine Orient Express. Murder on the train. <laughs> you are both correct. Yeah. I'm nailing this. It's very pip pop but It had Tommy in it. I thought maybe I could throw you off. Thomas, Tommy. Tommy train. Okay. All right. Number four. You can't be a reliable engine if you can't get through the snow. That Murder on the Orient Express. S- Thomas the train. <laughs> That's always clear. Yeah, because <laughs> there's only two <laughs> options and you both said them. So that was uh, Thomas. Because ah, the train didn't have a speaking role but in the Pony Express. But I, I would imagine it was like one of like the... Uh, one of the people rich in ladies, it. like you got um, a reliable tank. Right, right. Yes. What do you yeah. think Orient Express was named? Like their personal name, if it was on if it was on Thomas the train, what do you think Orient Express's name would be? Oh, it's like, um, not well, because. You know, they're not, you know, not, not Try like a not full, to make this racist. It wouldn't be like a full, like, name, like, Philip or anything like that. It'd it would be like be, Phil. Right, it would be like Phil. So something like, um, like Angela or... What? What are you short names? Oh, you mean the, the tr- Angie? Oh. That's the one, Angie. Oh, so you're saying... <laughs> You're saying it's Sorry, like, I had to sneeze. Well, like Tommy and Reggie, nobody. So, you're, so you're, this is what you would name if the, if the train from... Orient Express. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd, it'd be, be Angie? It'd be Angie. Sorry, right. it was a joke that went nowhere. Go on. That's fine, that's Mo- fine. Much like a... Hello, thing. Thomas, my name is Angie. <laughs> I would like to roll around on the tracks. What happens in that show? That's so accurate. <laughs> roll around on the tracks. It has a lot of drama in it and like a lot of wrecks and sometimes they made me slightly uncomfortable. Did you not know who some like... <laughs> Is it like a soap opera for kids? No. Okay. No. I was hoping. It has a lot more conflict in it than you would think but like it's never like... For a show so where and the so two trains was... can't punch each other. Like they can't figure out whose kid the, ter- the train <laughs> right, is. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. There's hardly Thomas ever... is not the father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah awful <laughs> oh my god was jerry 
<laughs> is there a Jerry train? No. Not of the ones I watch. See, out of 600 episodes, there's probably a Jerry by now. It might be in there. Maybe. It could be the same cast of characters throughout the entire 600 episodes. It could be, but they've added some in the new episodes, which I did not watch. They kept well, so saying. there's probably a Jerry character. I imagine they would add. Out of all Voiced the names, by a famous Jerry. They would subtly Seinfeld. add tiny... What's the deal with all these tracks? <laughs> Tiny trades here and there. Seinfeld's not one of yours, is it? No, nobody is. <laughs> That's my best. You did a really good um, Thomas the Tank Engine a couple minutes ago, actually, without knowing it. <laughs> Which one? The high one? Yeah. Oh, no, Thomas, no. I would love to... What was it? Oh, Thomas, I would love to roll around on the tracks. That's very good. <laughs> is there a lot of... Um, uh, oh, what's the thing? When, like, a train can't start, it's, like, stuck mid-start. Oh, my God. Here we go again. I can't help like you with, with this. Like with a cannon. All right, uh, Funyun Mouth. You, like the time between when it goes off, when you light it and when it goes off. What? Get back you don't to me light on. trains. No, 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 no. But with like a cannon. And they, you, they tra- say it with trains fuse? too. No, 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 no. Like the time between. It's like, oh, this is the time between you start it and it goes off. Uh-huh. I don't know what that's called. It'll come to us. Okay. Go on. My, it'll be a funny joke. Idea? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I'm not versed in train slash cannons. I don't know where we are now. Okay. All right. Here's a quote. You have given me a lot of trouble. People are laughing at my railway, and I don't like that at all. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. You are correct. Yeah. People are laughing at my railway, and I don't <laughs> like it at all. Angie. <laughs> Angie. <laughs> Actually, that was a quote from the guy who's in charge of the... Oh, okay. Sorry. It's an island, okay? It's an island where all these trains are on Thomas the Tank Engine. And, and I name... don't like people there... making fun of my railway. Are That's there people there? Incredibly accurate. You have seen this as a child. It must be in the back of your head. Yes. Probably not the UK version, He is probably though. not. No, but he's called the Fat Controller. That's what they call me, too. <laughs> are, are His there... fa- What is this, an hour and a half in and we finally got a real joke? Are there His people on this island? His real name is Sir Topham Hat. Oh, so there are people on this Sir Topham yes. Hat, the there... fat controller. Yes. Yeah. Address me as such. Is he fat? Exactly. Yes, he is. Oh, well. How do you make a fat train? He's a person. No, it's a person. There are people on this show? <laughs> He's out. What? He's out. All right. All right. One He's more. One more, because what? Does he wear a top hat? Yes. Well, they I call him it. Mr. Top Hat. That's what I thought. Sir Topham Hat. I really hope you're cutting out some of this. None. This is, what? Of our, the, any of the episodes. So, it's boring even for me, and I'm here. <laughs> All right, last one. Last one. I'd put that in a stocking and hide it under my pillow, which isn't any too comfortable, by the way. Kind of bumpy, if you know what I mean. Uh, murder on the train. Murder on the train. Why? A knife. Pillow. <laughs> pillow? She said something about a pillow. Trains don't have pillows. Yeah. Ha ha. Ha Trick job. It makes no sense. It makes perfect. What? Actually, no, it was. Oh, <laughs> oh you trickster. <laughs> I knew trains didn't have pillows. That's so, they used. So who themselves. won? Or was it not that close? I have no idea. I think it was pretty close. Maybe Zach might have no, edged I think you we off tied. by one. Wasn't there one that you got right? I got one he got wrong, and then oh, okay. the other way happened. Really? Yeah. Okay, when was that? Um, I, mine was like the second question. His, I guess, murder on the train. He guessed Thomas the train. Okay. And so All right. I, I think we tied. Okay, so you're tied. We're tied. Wow, this is the Good first job. time ever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Good job. 
so this is just part one of our special oh, there's Marvel more to come and we probably <laughs> well Zach will have a lot to talk about in the movies oh yes yeah, so I have a list of notes just to give Charlotte a sneak peek I'll pull up the uh, the <laughs> list murder on the train jokes um, he live he live <gasps> no way live tweeted the movie yep all the points that his I notes and to all me. the points I really appreciated and nobody came in while we were watching it to offer us raw steak which was Aw. So, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just looking at my notes and how stupid they are. <laughs> Including this one, Josh. Yeah, I, I look forward to that one. So, we sneak hope that peek. we hope that you come sneak back for this episode. We know that this episode was a little crazy, even though we said we weren't going to tell Liars, jokes. liars, no one can trust you. And But this was a very special episode for it was very special. two games in it. I didn't laugh once. You did so. <laughs> I just did just there. You laughed the whole time. We, we were hilarious all day. Uh-huh. So stop. It wasn't yeah. boring. Oh, two games. So the game where you guys pretended that you had no idea what you were saying at every so, given moment? Before this episode, <laughs> we gave the audience a special a sneak peek, a sneak peek <laughs> of to what our game was uh-huh. today. Our game was to see how many Rolling Stones songs titles <laughs> we could get you to say. <laughs> including oh Love Train. Some of them were very easy. Some of them not so much. <laughs> We got you to say Beast of Burden. Yep. Hound Dog. Yeah, that one That one was a suspect. Angie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't try Honky Tonk Woman. Sick. <laughs> Brown I Sugar. Set you, Brown I Sugar. I you up really great for that one, though. Yes, you for, did. Thank Beast you. Beast of Burden. Brown Sugar, Limousine. Uh, uh, see, the only time I suspected was Beast of Burden. I'm like, that's just stupid. Why are they not making a song reference out of this? That was what made a suspect. <laughs> I can't think of all the ones, but I wrote down that we got uh, you to say 14 different Rolling Stones songs. That doesn't even seem possible. Through the course of this episode. And me and Josh both had a list of Rolling Stones songs up. Winter. Oh, Let me say it again. I had a stroke. <laughs> Rolling Stones songs. It's too bad there's not a gas leak. Or there's not a song called Gas Leak. I'm sorry. Oh, that would have been good because... <laughs> and one of them, I was trying to figure out how you were going to say good times, but then you just did, and I was like, hmm. Oh, she said good, good times. times. She said good times. You, you said something like, you went, ah, good times. I don't remember And I that. went, I knew. So you said 15. <laughs> oh, yeah, because if Zach got you to do it, he sneezed. And if I got you to do it, I commented on how I now tasted like fun. <sighs> I also got you to say under my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey Man. <laughs> Monkey Man, yep. <laughs> Angie. So uh, I tried oh. for a long time to get you to... And I tried for a long time to get you to say Angie. Zach saved my butt on that one. <laughs> I, tried to get, I tried to get you to say little by little for a long time, but you were fighting me. <laughs> Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Yep. Okay. I tried to get you to say, uh, I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. But that was a bit ambitious on my part. was <laughs> <laughs> just like, rock and roll is nothing special. <laughs> and you're like, hey, I know it's only rock and roll, but I but like I it. I like it. Oh, my God. I think that's so hysterical because there were so many times I was like, why are they not making song references out of this? Hang why are they fire. just letting this? Hang fire is the canon thing. Hang fire. Okay. That's what I've tried to get you to say. Nobody knows that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why would I say that? And so we promised the audience that if we could get you to say some, that we would have a very special treat for them. When did you say that? We were going to say I'll over. play it for you when oh. we're done this. <laughs> so me and Zach have been singing a lot lately in these episodes. And we yeah. thought it was finally time that you got to join us. <laughs> no. Well, that's not happening. I know you were going to say no, and that's why I say back to you, you can't always get what you want. <laughs> Uh, Domino's Pizza? It's a karaoke version. 
Ready? Domino's pizza? Here we go. I don't know what's happening, Join but I'm us. not doing. So her today at the reception. Come on, Charlotte. Charlotte. Come on. Nope, not happening. Yes, a what? glass of wine in her hand. Why are you holding my hand? Sing it, please. I knew I won't. she was gonna meet her connection. Ow. And her feet was footloose made. Just Here the chorus, go. come on now. Just the chorus. You can't always get what you want. You can just speak it. Just the chorus. Not come on. You can't always get what you want. We promised the audience. Just one line. This for nemesis. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, well, you might find you get what you need.